Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Awesomes, welcome back to Awesome Today. I'm your host, Meg Teets, joined on this Monday, as I always am, by my COVID co-host, The Recovery Part 2. Recovery Part 2? This is our second episode in The Recovery okay. from yes. COVID. I feel like we're more recovered than we have been. Yeah, that's like saying that pile of crap doesn't smell as bad as it did a yeah. few days ago. Yeah, that's a fair assessment, I feel like. Yeah. Hey. And if you have kids or dogs or both, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. Did you know? <sighs> what did I not know? Did you realize that yesterday Nico pooped on the floor again and the dogs ate it and again? And the dogs ate it again. I didn't know that. I feel like a failure as a parent hearing it. Do you feel like a failure as a human parent or a dog parent that that's happened twice? Honestly, both. <laughs> Honestly, both. Hey, speaking of COVID recovery, I am once well, wait, again. I, can I interrupt before you move ahead? <laughs> sure you will. I cannot. No, no. Okay, let's, hear it. let's hear it. You I was just going to say, it's a good thing things timed out as they did, because it was just like less than 48 hours before that one of the dogs evacuated their tummy uh, contents onto the cushion of the love seat. Yeah. So, Bless her. She needed a turd to eat to, to fill out that the- empty belly. <laughs> this house is just, it's criminy. I really, I don't think you and I are educated people. You both don't of think us- you and I are educated no, people? I agree. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. We are not. That's, that didn't come out right. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think, and even, th- and even though you and I are educated people and we both have pretty expansive vocabularies. I do not think that you nor I could explain the chaos that our house has been It is the past week. Even the past like three days, it's right? It's been a hell of a deal. We have a lot to cover. <sighs> In the meantime, as part of my COVID recovery, I'm once again sipping my cough medicine, which as a reminder is yes. what? It is Fanta Orange <laughs> yep. and Jim Beam. Oh, Jim Beam this time. Yes, okay. it's the mixer of champions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just smelling it makes my stomach turn. Maybe I'll be eating Nico's crap next week. I don't know. <laughs> it's so gross. Nobody do this, but it is for some reason wildly soothing. comforting to me. <laughs> it's, it's icky to think about. I don't hate it. In fact, I do find it comforting. All right. On Mondays, we like to talk about, hey, what's good for watching, reading, listening, and adding to your lifestyle? Yeah. Watching wise, now I have to I have to give you full credit for this. You have offered more than once to go and watch the leftovers season two, which is where we need to pick up again. Yep. I just have not been in the right headspace for it. I get it. It's very dark and difficult, and well, 
even if it's not dark or difficult, I yeah. feel like it does require a level of attention that by the time we get in front of the TV at night, we Thank you. just honestly don't have left in us. And you know, I absolutely agree with that. And I would say when this show first came out, as is often the case, it was a weekly release, right? So it was yeah. like, okay, you watch this. Okay, Monday night, we're going to watch this. Or recorded onto VHS tapes. Or <laughs> beta, Betamax ago. tapes. <laughs> Save it for date night. It wasn't that long ago, although it was in the 20-teens. But... To binge a show like The Leftovers, I feel like requires some emotional capacity that I just do not have to give to it at this moment. Yeah. What I do have the capacity for is for us to return to one of our favorite, past favorites. Past favorite. It's getting far enough along in the progression of seasons that it's not... It's not great TV anymore, unless you have the memory of what she once was. Yes, exactly. And that show is Billions. Mm -hmm. Comes on Showtime. Damian Lewis. And Paul Giamatti. And Paul Giamatti and others as well. But Mm -hmm. I bring up Damian Lewis because I like him a lot. Damian Lewis has been woven into the fabric of our lives since 2007. So as long as we've had our second daughter, AJ, 2007, was that life? Yes. Yeah, that's... Best TV ever made. It really is. I've rewatched... I don't even know if anybody still has that. I think Amazon does have it, but okay. you have to buy it. You have to buy seasons. it, because yes. I, I watched it on either... I think I watched it on Netflix until they mm-hmm. didn't have it, and then mm-hmm. I watched it on Hulu mm-hmm. until they didn't have it. Right. Um, and it's one of those... I, I say watched it. To me, that's one of the shows... Like, if I'm laying in bed at night, and I'm, I'm... Tired, but I'm not sleepy. Yes, I can enjoy. Yes, watching it, and then uh, because I've seen it, yeah. When I finally get sleepy, it doesn't hurt my feelings to fall asleep in the for middle sure. of an episode. I don't yeah. have to worry about finding where I was. We both love life. It was only two seasons, and I genuinely think some of the best TV that's ever been made. Tremendously well written, I think, and magnificently acted. Yes, because of Damian Lewis, Damian Lewis, and others. We've watched him in Homeland. We've watched him in other things. And now we didn't like Homeland as much. Yeah. And and I've enjoyed him in Billions, but I do think you're right. Like, we're into season five. And which is the last season? Is it? Or is there six? Season six. Six has come. Six has been made if you watched it live on the pay channels. Yes. And what's notable is that Damian Lewis leaves the show. Yeah. And so season six does not. Okay, have that's Lewis. that's where I was yes, getting at. Right, he, uh, lost his heart. He lost his dearly beloved wife, yes. and he just didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, we had not caught up on Billion season five, so we started watching it. Here's a problem for me with Damian Lewis shows. It's not his fault. It's not his problem. I fall asleep so easily. There's something so soothing to me, even though Billions is like a high-intensity show. Yeah, you just hear him talk, and you think, hey, he's got red hair, I've got red hair. Let's go to sleep. Let's go to bed together. (laughs) Literally. Not a euphemism. (laughs) Literally, let's go to sleep. Something notable, oh my gosh, at the beginning of season five, they came back from Pandemic to film it. Mm -hmm. You and I both were like, is is that Paul Giamatti? What happened to him? Yes, and I Googled it. We both Googled it. We both did it. separately. And evidently, so many other people have that the autofill on Google is like, WTF, is Paul Giamatti dying? And yes. All these things, yeah. He looks so different. He lost a dramatic amount of weight. And? And shaved his facial hair completely. He has always had some form of facial hair, whether yes. it was his, his goatee, I think, is what he's most recognizable with. But he's right. done... He's done full beard. He's done all that. But yeah, to have the weight loss and yeah. no facial hair, he, he he looks sickly. Yes. I almost cannot pay attention to the plot lines because he looks because so different. he looks weird and you fell asleep. And because I fell asleep. Yeah. That's, that's probably it's the number one reason. It's hard to pay attention when you're asleep. <laughs> we tried last night. Ask, no. ask Dr. Bushy. From nineteen ninety whatever Earth Science class at East Central University. That would have been pre ninety eight. I'm thinking ninety seven. Maybe ninety. No, it was fall of ninety six. Okay, it was the semester that you and I at the end of that semester we got engaged. Fall of ninety six. Yeah, Fred Bushy. 
I love you. I'm may sorry he, I fell asleep in your class every day, and may you rest in peace. May he rest. That was our earth science class. There was something about his voice, wasn't it? Tremendously soothing, and it was only complicated by the fact that he took great pleasure. Yes. He was tickled when I fell asleep in his class. He wasn't angry. To be fair, that was a class that in that you normally probably would have sat towards the back end, yeah. except me and my pledge sister Diana, one of my dearest friends in yeah, college, we yep, were yep. nerds, and we Sat chose... in the front. Yep, when right we went, front. because we skipped several of those yeah. to go across the street to the coffee shop That's right. <laughs> and eat breakfast. Yeah, we did do that more than a few times. But when we were in class, inevitably, it was so warm in there. Yeah. He was, again, so soothing. Yes. Here's, how, here's how soothing he was. He wore black dress socks with sandals birkenstocks birkenstocks as i remember and it felt right Mm -hmm. it it relaxed you to see him commit that faux pas and so kyle would nod off and now he wasn't snoring or doing anything at all sitting completely still not even head bobbing complete stillness but asleep and dr bushy would get so tickled he couldn't even pay attention to his lecture he would just get to giggling literally yeah. he was a grown man I have to take your word i was not no you were awake. you were hit dreamland a full professor just giggling because truly it is a it's it's a talent it's a skill yeah it's an acquired skill to be able to sit perfectly still to be a non-offensive sleeper exactly yes yeah Oh, we got a little off track from Bill. That may that may be if I ever start a band, it may be non-offensive sleeper. <laughs> good, that's good. I like it. So, uh, I'm a very offensive sleeper, and so as soon as I start to fall asleep, you're like, uh, "Are you awake?" And I always try to be like, "Yes, I'm awake." Yeah, and then and I'm like, it's "No, a I wasn't." Lie every uh, time I fell asleep. The lies are offensive. Yes. They wound my soul. I don't even know why you ask me. You know I am asleep. I ask you out of courtesy, out of giving you one more chance <laughs> to tell the truth so that our whole marriage isn't founded oh, on lies. But you know I'm asleep. I know. Okay. It's not always. Usually I know. Sometimes I'm just like, you haven't moved in a while. You're quiet. Your breathing's very measured. Now, sometimes, in fairness, when I ask, you're yeah. like, yeah, I'm awake. It's, and sometimes I do actually And you really, really are. Mm-hmm. And I can tell because there's a difference between yeah I'm awake and yeah I'm awake. <laughs> That's it. I go I go immediately to you, defensive mode. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no oh, poker face. No, none at all. None at all. I did want to mention if you're looking for something to watch that Awesome Shell mentioned she has been binging the show Younger. She said she's obsessed with it. This okay. is one of Rebecca, uh, sort of awesome co-host Rebecca's favorite mm-hmm. shows. Is How- Harry Styles in it? No. Okay. I'm just checking because I right. I've heard stories for sure. Um, the uh, the starting the inciting plot line for the show is that the main character, who is a woman, um, has gotten divorced, and she's kind of like on the dating scene. She starts kind of accidentally dating a guy who's way guess what younger, younger than her. So it's every every Meg's dream. What me? Yeah, oh, I don't have a, a better version of who no. you're stuck with. Listen, I can't even stay awake through one episode of a TV yeah, but show. You don't, I can't be you messing don't around have with to anybody stay younger. Awake if you just knew that when you woke up, it'd be better than when you fell out. I don't know what that even means. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> just telling you. Yeah, you do. Younger has been such a popular show. So many awesomes have binged the whole. There's multiple seasons. At there's this a point. lot of people fantasizing, is what you're saying, basically, and okay. have loved it. I I've never really. I've watched the first like. Oh, I'm going to start a men's the first support group called Old Bastards <laughs> for all of us that are stuck with you younger loving women. Okay. <laughs> so We're, those are some watches. The requirement to the group will be to come up with one unique profane phrase. Okay. That's what'll get you membership That's approved. Fair. I yep. can I can dig it. Um, after I have fallen asleep, have you been watching anything of interest or of note? I have tried, um, and I I often struggle to recall names of people and shows, mainly, <laughs> mainly and mostly when it just hasn't been impactful enough to bother to remember. I could not when you when you name checked Damian Lewis a few minutes ago. I was you like, I don't even know who you are right well, now. Okay, let me let me tell you a little story about my past, and this was an experience that either it either shaped me. 
or it just revealed to me who I am. I'm okay. not sure which. For sure. My second year of college, uh-huh. my first year of college, I was a commuter student yeah. to a nearby university. My second year, I transferred to another place. What became our alma mater? Our alma mater, East Central University. Yes, and I enunciate the T. I don't just East Central. I don't run it all together. East Central. Known colloquially in Oklahoma as, as Easy, Easy Credit, Credit University. University. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. ECU. Uh-huh. Um, I decided to transfer there to play the football not football but american American football football. yes um and did so Uh but when you're a walk-on and anybody that's never been one doesn't know or anybody that's never at least watched one first person doesn't know when you're a walk-on you're the scum of the earth you are you are there to serve you're lucky to be on the team period you're lucky as a walk-on so you know your first year you're it's not like anybody's going to give you a look to see if you should deserve to play or not Mm -hmm. you are there to serve the team you are scout team everything yeah you are just basically there for daily conditioning at an extreme level yeah well the defensive coordinator who's now a dear friend of mine I actually just recently reconnected with him after several years of no idea what was going on in each other's lives. He's Mm -hmm. a good dude. He's a friend of mine. Um, I love him to death because he's so honest with things. And this story is an example of that. Uh He, uh, he'd been coaching quite a while at that point. And he realized, Hey, every year there's a whole new influx of walk-ons that come through and maybe one or two of them at most make it more than a single half a year, a single season, which is not a whole year. That's half a year. Mm -hmm. Um, You lose some more during spring ball. And by the time it's, you know, two or three years in, it's like one out of 30 or 40 that's actually made it that far. Mm -hmm. And because of that constant turnover and the fact that you usually carry 105 on your roster. Yeah. All of that. That's a lot of names of people to remember. Yes. And keep up with. So he just adopted the philosophy that he would pick one walk-on and he would learn their name. (laughs) And he would call every walk-on by that name until they had managed to stick around long enough to be a hand. And I remember my freshman year, there was a kid... Uh, his last name was Kazi, and in athletics, you often reference mm-hmm. people by their last names. Right. And so all 20-some-odd of us walk-ons were Kazi. Yeah. And it, it's hilarious in retrospect. It didn't feel very fun in the moment. But yeah. in retrospect, to realize he would scream, Kazi! And, you know, 27 kids would be like, <laughs> yes, sir, what? What do you need? <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, and it did take, it did take over a year for him to ever learn my name proper. Uh-huh. And then that grew into a wonderful lifelong friendship. And that's that's how I consume television. If it's not good enough, right. I mean, I'll still watch a thing. I'll still let it be my scout team as I'm just trying to fall asleep at night or whatever. But it's got to be either the show or the actor or actress, whatever. It's got to be really impactful Stand for me out. to begin to be bothered to learn somebody's name or the name of a show. Pop quiz. Mm-hmm. Name one actress, not character name, actress in Yellow Jacket season one. Oh, I don't have any clue. <gasps> How dare you? I say that. There's one, I can see her face, and I, I know her from a lot of things. What's the dark-haired gal that's a little bit sketch, has the drug issues? Juliette Lewis. Thank you, Juliette Lewis. Not the actress. I'm sure she's totally clean and fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. The but character. No. And, and I do like her. Um, I but can. You didn't remember her. Well, name. in the moment, in the moment, true, I didn't. But there's most actors and actresses I don't in the moment. But I can tell you that the first time I saw her that made an impact on me was in Natural Born Killers, where she co-starred with Woody Harrelson. You're telling me she did not have an impact on you as the daughter of Chevy Chase in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. No, that show was that show was about Chevy Chase. All right. Okay. It could and have been was, it could have been anybody else, but that was her, and she was meaningful and good in the role. Yeah. But she wasn't nearly the first time she was yeah. in a role that was like, oh, yeah. damn. Yeah. Natural That's, Born Killers was okay. pretty powerful. I'll give you that. That makes sense. That makes sense. And honestly, I'd give her the nod over Woody Harrelson in that. 
Okay. He was good, but she was she was stellar in that. All right. Because I feel like I feel like to me, for somebody to be really accomplished in an acting role, they have to do something that's that's desperately outside of who they oh, are as yeah. a human, and that was a whoo, that was a role. Now yes. Woody Harrelson's half nuts, if not three quarters, seven eighths nuts anyway. So that was like, yeah, I mean, it's just Woody being Woody. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'll I'll give you full credit on that exam. Um, let's talk about reading. Okay. I personally have been listening on audio. Not reading. AKA not reading. How dare you? Lazy reading. Oh. Oh, Later. You accurate bastard. No, later you will be. You will, you will vomit on the couch with the dogs. Exactly. You will experience pain for that. I will make sure of that. But I've been listening. That's why I married you. I enjoy your violent mistreatment. (laughs) You really do. I've been listening to The Gentleman's Guide to Vice and Virtue by Mackenzie Lee. It's narrated on audio by Christian Coulson. Okay, so this is like a historical fiction that takes place, I'm going to say, mid-18th century. Okay. And it's the main protagonist is the son of an English lord. So he like has a title and whatnot. He does not want to take over his father's estate. He's kind of a wild child. What? I'm trying to be more polite in my interruptions. You raised your hand. I raised my hand for those who can't see, which yes. is everyone. Because <laughs> this is an audio it's medium. A, it's a podcast. <laughs> um, every time you tell me, how, how do you handle this mentally? When somebody says 18th century, mm-hmm. does it just like automatically register, you know exactly, or do you have to think, oh, okay, yes. 18th century, that no. means it's the 1900s? No, it's the 1700s. When you say 18th century, Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. This, this is what I meant. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I've, I've got to have, as soon as somebody says such and such century, I have to have this mental conversation. I miss the next two sentences because I'm thinking, okay, and so the first century was not... It was technically the the zero hundreds, and then the, yeah, and I have to go through this whole mm-hmm. conversion process, sure. mental conversion. Yeah, when it said, so like I said, I miss two sentences, and I missed more than that because then I felt the need to tell you about this malady of mine, this teacher. mental struggle. Teacher, yeah. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> teacher, ooh. Does that mean seventeen hundreds? Yes. Okay. Now, what did you say? It's true. I do. I wonder if it's because oh, I can't. I, I don't know how to assign this to it. But when I was in college, I was an English major. I had to do that mental conversion so often because well, my sure. professors would say like the great 19th century poet. And I had to like think in my head, OK, that means 1800s. Mm-hmm. It was just practice. Why don't we do this in other places? Why don't we say for the first year of a baby's life that they are zero years the, old. The Chinese do. We Bless the them. West. They also count the days in the womb towards the age. Mm-hmm. Right? I think that's why. I think. Included in their first year. Technically, yeah. When they're born, they're nine months old. I could be way off on this, but I yeah. feel like that's true. I think, I think that is right. If there are any listeners, and you have to be from China, you can't just claim knowledge after the fact. You can't just give it a goog like you, you and I you have to, Well, and you can't in China, maybe. No, right? but if you're here, you can't just give it a goog. Yeah. I want to know from an authentic Chinese person. Okay. Well, good luck with that. Not a Chinese American. Well, then I don't know that they're going to be able to answer you. They don't have access to. I don't think they have free access to podcasts. Okay. Well, I'll visit with someone about that. In the meantime, Bill Gates. He's a he's a in the pocket of the Chinese, from what I understand, according to the headlines. So I'll talk to him. Okay. In the meantime, you're just going to skip over that. I don't know what else to say, but the gentleman's guide to vice and virtue. Yes. Thank you. In the 1700s. I think it is. Uh, the, our main protagonist is, um, uh, Henry Montague and he is the son. He, again, he's got a, a title. He's got an estate he's inheriting. Well, he's a Montague. He is not a Capulet. Part of the culture of the time was to, if your kids needed a little break, what we might now call a gap year between high school and college. Yes, they would send their kids out on quote unquote tour, which meant that they toured Europe. 
And this is where the terminology... The year abroad. The the year abroad and also... Sowing the the wild oats. Yes. And also the actual word tourist comes from. Okay. But why do they have to have sex with random people? That's not part of... Well, I mean, that actually is part of That is the oat sowing. (laughs) Wildness. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, this has been absolutely darling to listen to. I've been um, listening as I'm out and about driving and doing things, and You're it's been a lot of fun. Reading it again, you will have a punishment later for that. <laughs> That's why I keep prodding. I keep poking the bear. I'm hoping for violence. I didn't put this in the notes, and you're going to hate it. So you may want to put mm. your fingers in your ears for this. Okay, I'm leaning on one of my arms, so I can only plug one ear. You're going to hate it. Most of our awesomes are going to hate it. I don't care. I'm going to tell you. I did read something last week in print with my own eyeballs, okay? That so is real hateful. reading. Everyone hates this. Real reading, but it's fan fiction. And it's one of my favorite things I've ever read fan fiction-wise in the past 10 years. Wow. It's a it's a Dramione fic, which means it's, Dr- it's Draco and Hermione. Okay. The That's what, if you're not familiar with. And they went on tour? Nope. But it's called Wait and Hope, and the um, premise of the fic is that Draco and Hermione have fallen in love and gotten married, except then an accident happens, and... It's called a baby? No, Hermione wakes up in the hospital, and she's lost six years' worth of memory, and she does not remember falling in love with and marrying Draco. Poor Draco. I know, right? All he ever wanted to do was give Dobby a sock. No, that's not how that even goes. You're, you're fired. <laughs> this was the I remember the I remember Dobby's name for crying out loud. You did remember Dobby's name. So you get partial credit for that. Okay. This was the sweetest, cutest, most lovely fanfic I've read in a long time. I will even put a link in the show notes. Um, I, I found the recommendation on TikTok of all places. And I'm so happy. I read it with like this huge grin on my face most of the time. It's 90,000 words. So it's like reading a novel, yeah. if I may. And I just loved it. Again, it's called Wait and Hope. It's a it's a Dramione fic. If you haven't ever read fanfic, I feel like this is a great starter fic. Because it takes our characters. And it's very like... Potterverse compliant, like all of the rules that are real rules in the canon of Potterverse apply, mm-hmm. but it takes the characters, obviously Draco Malfoy and Hermione Granger, who were not anywhere near in love in the story, and it really deals with how they might behave as adults, and it's fantastic, and That's I loved it. Both fascinating and disturbing. That's probably what most people are saying right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're right, they're right. I loved it so much. Okay, awesome, Nicole. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Read and listened to the novel The Maid on audio. This just came out this year. Lots of buzz around it. She said she couldn't stop listening to it. She listened to it in two days and that it was so good. And also, awesome Kristen listened to Dave Grohl's Go memoir. Dave. Yeah. It's called The Storyteller. It came out in October of 2021, so it's a new release-ish, new-ish release, yeah, yeah. like less than six months old, right? That's Kyle. New. When you have kids, that's like practically yeah, brand new. Sorry, right, exactly. I was doing a little just background reading on this to make sure I knew what I was talking about when I mentioned Dave Grohl's book, The Storyteller. Kyle, that book has five stars with over 
thousand ratings on Amazon. That's a lot. That's huge. And five stars. Awesome. Kristen said she absolutely loved it. That's five out of five. Yes, it is. Five out of five. For the record. Yes. She said she loved it. um, That it's, you know, it it talks about the music and music industry, music of the 90s and into the 2000s. Like, it's apparently really good. So I'm probably going to check it out myself. Dave, if I may call him that. Of course has always struck me as somebody that had a a grander intellect Mm -hmm. than what you would suspect from somebody who is grinding through the music industry. So I'll bet bet it really is interesting. I'm going to throw out, I forgot to say, Dave Grohl's, of course, of the Foo Fighters. Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters. Um, Is there another Dave Grohl? Well, I mean, some people may not know the context to place him in. Dave Grohl of Kung Fu Fists. Whoops. Whoa. I you? threw the Kung Fu fist as I said that, and I punched the laptop. Punched my That was equipment. aggressive. Is it still recording? Uh, Maybe. Yes. Oh, no. Okay, yeah, it is. Okay. It is. Um, we are of a certain I'll age. I'll punch a laptop, damn it. <laughs> We're of a certain age. I would, I'm just saying, like, to give everyone context, because maybe some people aren't of our age group, and they may uh-huh. not know who Dave Grohl is. But plainly, they wish they were. I mean, who wouldn't want to be Gen X? We're the best Gen. We were raised by streetlights. <laughs> street lamps and Saturday morning cartoons. Yep. Did you have any reading that you want to mention? I always forget to check with you because... Here's the thing. And I know I, I cop out seemingly mm-hmm. with this statement frequently. I read voraciously. Mm-hmm. I read nonstop. I just don't feel like the things that I've been reading lately... It's a combination. I don't feel like maybe it's the most interesting thing to the people. And it's it's a lot of very introspective stuff. And, yeah. and I don't know that I'm secure enough to mention it yet. Okay. All right. I got to process it some more before I'm ready to lean in and say, hey, I've been read, actually reading, not read listening. How do I've you? been reading this. Would you, do you think, and I'm not, I'm not going to. F- like pressure you if I follow yeah. up on this. I'm just going to throw it out there. Okay. Do you think you would pick up Dave Grohl's memoir at any if, point? If I didn't have currently such a, a deep pool of okay. things that I'm wading through, sure. yes. I think, I think like I said, I think Dave Grohl is, a, is an intelligent. Yes. I think he has a, a probably has a fantastic perspective on things that's that's meaningful and so yeah i would i would not hesitate if my list were shorter Mm -hmm. if i weren't so consumed with what i'm doing right now i would i would go pursue it it's something i'll nestle away into the nether corners of my mind and if i have some frivolity ahead of me where i get to choose without this incessant desire for growth or whatever then that would be if it was a, a leisure reading yeah i'd go do that in the reading community, we call that putting it on our TBR to be read list. Okay. It's on your TBR? Uh, fair enough. Okay. If, in fact, that means what you said and not some other sick, perverse thing <laughs> that I don't know about. Because I don't trust you. You shouldn't. Listening-wise, I mentioned this last week that I was going to listen to it. Guess what? I did. You did. You followed through with what you said. You're I, establishing trust. There we go. Within the people, as every salesman would know, <laughs> that's a big thing. You should always tell people a thing that you're sure you're going to do so that you can follow up and say, hey, remember when I said that? I did it. Now, don't you trust me? Give me all your money. <laughs> that's how sales works. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Um, I did listen to The Trojan Horse Affair, which is from Serial Productions. Yes, I recall you mentioning this. Yes. And so I do talk about this a little bit more on the upcoming Friday episode of Sorta Awesome. But with who? Uh, with my longtime friend Emily Jones. Long I don't think friend, first time caller, Emily Jones. Yeah, she is the first it's her first time on the show, okay. that's for sure. Um I would say this is an an impeccably well done podcast. It's a limited series, eight episodes. It is ostensibly not, I shouldn't say ostensibly. Predominantly? Predominantly, yes. That's the better I word. I just guessed. I'm well, that happy. was good. That was good. Predominantly, it is about this 2014 um, situation that comes up. This takes place in Birmingham, England. Okay. Now, we might say Birmingham here in the U.S. Well, but if you know anything about. The hams of mm-hmm. America, Bird. second England. Yeah. Uh, nope, I didn't say <laughs> yeah to that. Nobody hold me to it. <laughs> it takes place in 
or the the like the main context of the story is Birmingham, England. In 2014, somebody gave a letter, an unsigned anonymous letter to the city council saying that basically Islamic extremists were trying to take over the schools. That was me. I sent the letter and I apologize. You were really busy in 2014. It's no longer I anonymous. Think, I do not think you were writing anonymous well, letters. Well, it was part of why I was busy. Yeah. I wrote a lot of damn letters that year. And this one landed. Yeah, finally, yes. Finally, somebody read one. <laughs> Okay. Where were you, PTA? (laughs) (laughs) One of the main co-hosts. I feel good when I make you laugh enough to cough. Yeah, I'm trying not to cough. One of the main co-hosts is um, Hamza Syed, who is from Birmingham, England. So he, like, has a personal vested interest. But as I mentioned last week, the other co-host, the other journalist on the story is Brian Reed, who did S-Town, which you actually did listen to. I did. I listened to all of S-Town. Yes. It was a real Essen story. It was good. It was so good. And so, again, the predominant story is about this letter and the fallout and everything that happened in 2014 and the year since. But... The fascinating thing that follows up and and is woven into the story is this dynamic between Hamza Syed, who was a doctor in England, but left the medical field to become a journalist. So he's a brand new journalist. Because of the letter I wrote him. Yes. (laughs) And Brian Reed, who's a longtime journalist. And the like dynamic, the back and forth, the conversations they have to me on a personal level were actually more interesting than them investigating the Trojan horse letter. Does he ever say, listen, I'm no doctor, but I used to be. (laughs) (laughs) No, and I feel like that was such a missed opportunity (sighs) for Hamza Syed. I've I've honestly contemplated getting a doctorate degree just so I can say that. Yeah, that feels like it would be worth it. I honestly wasn't too far off. There was this whole, it's a story I won't bother to tell, but there was a whole scenario in my life where that was actually a possibility to get a doctorate in liberal arts, whatever the hell that is. Mm -hmm. So maybe another day we'll tell that story. Yeah, another day, another time. All right, lifestyle. Lifestyle. I have one that's not in the notes. Oh, do you want to? Can I cover some of these that the awesomes have shared, or do you feel like you need to cover it at Go the top? Go ahead. I'm just going to try to repeat this phrase in my mind to remember it. So, okay. If I don't interrupt you, it's not because I don't love you. Okay. You keep that phrase in your mind. I've got it. I'll interrupt you. Go ahead. Ooh, my laptop's about to die. Let's go. Oh. Awesome Sarah. Harney and Sons Tea Tower of London. Black tea flavored with black currant, bergamot, vanilla, Correct. and caramel. Black Courant. She says delicious. I trust her taste. Awesome Sarah. You don't have to speed that hard. It was Awesome Sarah who recommended that. Awesome Heather recommended the Owala Free Sip Water Bottle. You can either drink from the built-in straw or the pour spout. She said it's completely spill-free and keeps your beverages cold for 24 hours. Is it a free sip for you or anybody who catches you holding one? I don't know. Let's find out. That could be creepy. Awesome Francis recommended there's an Encanto-based dance workout on YouTube, and I said, tell me everything. We don't dance about Bruno. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. I will put that into the show notes so you guys can go check it out, too. Okay, those are the ones from the awesomes I wanted to mention. What do you need to tell us? Well, first, I want to visit this one before I forget it. Okay. Last, I think it was last episode, Mm -hmm. I mentioned Laywright. Oh, yes. As a, a men's grooming products that mm-hmm. that feels very old school barbershop, but was it's, it's what was it, early 2000s yeah. that this came about? Yes. Um, and it, it's product that's not petroleum-based, washes out all of that. Right. I have, so I got a, a tube of their beard oil, and mm-hmm. I know everybody's thinking, who gives a crap? I'm not a bearded lady in the circus mm-hmm. or otherwise, and I don't need this. Yeah. Okay, listen. One, this product smells amazing. Yes, it does. You I can love testify. it. I love it. It's and it has staying power. Yeah, it, it it offers a non-offensive waft of good smell throughout the day. Yes, my beard is. I don't even know how to accurately describe rejuvenated. It. Well, not as a result of the product, oh. just my beard in general. Okay, it's. Uh, I mean, there are people that have hair like this on their head. Mm-hmm. It's a very powerful, robust hair that's opinionated, but it'll do what you make it do. It will do. lay right if you put some lay right you gotta, on it. You got to do some things. If you have flyers, you know what flyers are? When they're like 
Yeah, yeah uh, just like a few here and out. there that are like, I won't lay with these other folk. Yes, exactly. I won't lay right. Yeah, exactly. Um, I would say just based on the smell and based on the quality of this product, that if if you're if a woman's hair is of a certain style mm-hmm. that it has flyers, that if you wanted to get just a little of this and and put it onto the hairs, yeah, I think a woman would enjoy this immensely. All right, it's a delightful product. You just wanted to reiterate. I did. Okay, good. I did. And if if you have a beard, which isn't common, but if you're a woman that has a beard, you'd like it for that. If you are in any kind of a friendship plus style relationship, you could offer this to someone else in your life, be it another woman that has a beard or a man or a man that identifies by their pronouns or whatever the case may be. As long as somebody needs something to lay right, if they can need use it the to lay right. right this will lay it right. Okay. Um, is that the main thing you wanted to say? At the that top? that was the the big thing that I was trying to not forget. I don't want you to forget the fact that Bruno's been talked about. It wasn't by me. Okay. That you deep fried salmon. I did deep fry salmon. It was freaking delicious. This is a contentious thing. Why? On the interwebs. Who? Many, many places. If you go to read about this, many places would insist this is a bad choice. I defy them to eat this because it is delicious. Salmon, if you want to deep fry fish, use something else. So I was inspired. It hit me right in the the imaginary gullet one day. (laughs) I was in my office mid-morning, and all I could think about was a it was a trip to New Orleans that I'd made, and not because of the hurricanes and getting rolled for my winnings at the casino. That was a different part of the story. But one morning, truly morning, mid-morning, we wandered down a side street at the guidance of another friend of mine who was there with us to uh-huh. go have a po' boy sandwich. Yes. Or po' boy sandwich, or however you want to pronounce that. For sure. It was it was a terrifying location. Mm-hmm. Of course, all the best things are. The sandwich was revelatory. Yes, and here I am sitting doing my daily work, and all I can think about mid morning is po' boys. And so I took a, I took my fifteen minute smoke break, as is required by law for every four hours worked. You get the smoke break. You don't smoke. Well, you smoke cigarettes. Well, if you don't smoke, you still get the break, but. It's still a smoke break. You didn't don't, take... Don't you cast that You didn't take a look smoke break. Well, you don't have to smoke to be on smoke break. Where have you been? You've never worked in corporate America. <laughs> Plainly, I can tell. Damn it, man. Where was I? You, you were interrupting you me. Were you were an interruptus <laughs> maximus. I was taking my break. I took my break on purpose to go do... Interweb research because I wanted a po' boy sandwich. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't really all that fired up about the idea of shrimp that day. I love shrimp. We ate it today. We did. Um, as we record. Yeah. So I started looking up, is there such a thing as a salmon po' boy? Yeah. Like I said, there's people out there that are like, how dare you never fry the salmon? They said it like that. Was it like a demon voice? With a demon voice. Okay. And this is how you'd have to read it when you read actual words instead of just listening to them. You create the voices for okay. them. Okay, for sure. But I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, sir. You said, oh, po' boy. Hold on, po' boy. Yeah. Let me tell you. And I did find many recommendations. So I made a beer batter. Mm-hmm. With flour and cornstarch and seasonings and things, Good. and I I bought no small cost because they're proud of them. I bought a giant fillet fillet a fillet of salmon. I cut it up into pieces. I did some pre treatments. I beer battered them. I fried them in the skillet, not a deep fry, but in the, but in the skillet. Fried them up, and then we took uh, Hawaiian rolls. Yes, and made basically. Po' boy sliders. Yes. Made a remoulade oh, sauce so to go on them. Had the shredded lettuce. Put a slice of tomato and a a bread and butter pickle on there. Chimneys. Those were those were so good. We ate those for dinner that la- yep. that night. And then I had I had them for breakfast the next day. Everyone too. kept eating them. Yeah. With the leftovers, they were gone like within twelve hours. And so, yeah. every human in this house, from the two year old. To you and, and everyone in between. he hates everything. Yeah. Well, 
He likes things like chicken nuggets and pizza, as most toddlers do. Only if he suggests Exactly, them. yes. But everybody here loved those, and they were so they were good. freaking good. So experiment with, with frying salmon, battering and frying mm, salmon. So good. It's Don't let the naysayers put you away from it. Try it That's out. That's right. Okay. One last thing. You got to tell the story, speaking of the two-year-old. The two-year-old and the eggs. Holy crap. I don't even know where to start with this one. I don't know. So, anybody that has kids, maybe even anybody that's been around kids, Mm -hmm. you know this moment where you're really really in the groove. And you're like, man, I'm really enjoying this moment. But then you also have that holy shit moment where you realize it's way too quiet. Yep. That human's not responsible. It's way too quiet. What have they been doing? Yes. We had that today. It was while you and I were trying. We were in the ki- kitchen after mass trying to cook a delicious Sunday feast for everyone. Yes, of a of a delightful Shrimp sausage, bacon, fettuccine, Alfredo yes. wonderfulness. So we were in there busy, working the yeah. kitchen, doing all the things, and we did notice. It's quiet. But I, in my naivete, thought, okay, it's kind of close to Nico's nap time, and he woke up pretty oh, early this yeah. morning. Oh, yeah, you make the false so assumption of sleep. maybe he fell asleep? Well, we had a... We had a a moment of foreshadowing. If this whole story were an audiobook mm-hmm. or written book, either one, we had a moment of foreshadowing. Yeah. The oldest child, who's 17, newly 17, came downstairs and said, Nico cracked an egg in the upstairs bathroom floor. <laughs> I cleaned it up. Which... Before that in the, and of itself is a miracle. I was going to say, but even before the I cleaned it up part, that's a surreal sentence and mm-hmm. something you only hear if you are adjacent to a toddler. Yes, yes. Nico cracked an egg in the upstairs yeah, the, bathroom The kitchen's downstairs. Floor. Who has a kitchen upstairs? Unless no you're in a split level That's what home, I'm saying. He took that the, feels really weird. He took the egg. He took it upstairs. He was in the bathroom. And he's like, you know what I'm going to do with this egg right yeah. now? I'm going to crack it Here's on the what bathroom I'm gonna floor. I'm going to go downstairs and get an egg. Yeah, exactly. Safely transported up a uh-huh. flight of stairs. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So, But we were so pleased that the 17-year-old, who sometimes feels younger than she is, said, and I cleaned it up. We yeah. were just like, hey, big parenting win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're feeling good about our parenting yep. choices. Kind of forgot about it. I had stepped out of the kitchen into the living room, and I don't remember why. doesn't really matter. Looked across, and I see multiple cracked eggs on an end table next yeah. to the, in between two chairs. A place where no eggs should be. And I raw eggs, everyone. Just I, so you were clear. Yeah, I uttered the non-abbreviation, abbreviated version of WTF. I said all the words. Yep. What the Fairchild? And as and I told you because we we each recognize. I feel like we're in a comfortable place. If there's some things I handle, there's some things you handle, uh-huh. and we don't begrudge no. each other for it. We we revel in the other person doing the thing they do. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't. That's not on my list of things. So I knew it wasn't my job to clean it. And I said, <laughs> "Hey, Meg, guess what? Mm-hmm. There's multiple eggs cracked on the table." Yeah. And then you said. What the Fairchild? And you ran in there. No offense to anybody whose name is Fairchild. It's a great name. It's a strong family name. You went in, and there were, I think at the end, when we counted it all up, there were three, like, guts of eggs. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know where the, no. the shells are no. for those three. No. And then there were three more eggs that were had the hell beat out of them, but hadn't yet fully erupted their contents. And just to be clear, this is all on an end table. All on an end table. Yeah. That's six eggs. There was one upstairs. That's the seventh. Mm-hmm. And then while you were tending to the mucusy mess of yeah. cracked eggs on an end table, yeah. I was still trying to cook because the meal was ongoing, the prep was ongoing, yes. and opened the fridge, and there was an eighth that was cracked in the bottom of the fridge, just waiting to run out past the seal of the fridge. Oh, but instead of running out past the seal outward, it went inward. It went inward under the drawer. It went under the drawer. So what I had to pull the drawer out and clean all underneath. Oh, it was uh, It was a whole toddler experience. It, it's an eight egg Sunday for yeah eight eggs that nobody ate. How can a child whose first and middle names 
are from saints, how can he be such a demon? An absolute whirlwind of a demon. Yeah. Demon. I put a D but on the end. You should. It's a pluralized. <laughs> it's more than one. It's demons. In fact, speaking of him, we better wrap it up so we can make sure that he hasn't burned down the upstairs. Okay. Well, recording. there are other children at least watching to blow on the flame and help accelerate it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <sighs> okay. I feel like there's things we left out, as usual. That's okay. We'll get to it next week. Okay. Your battery is down to 2%. She about to die. That's why you're rushing That's We got to wrap her up so we can do our closing that I like to do. Our closing that you like to do. It makes me happy. Okay. Well, then I will wish for you, especially, as well as anyone listening, have an awesome today. Would you? Please do. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.